them if they number one, then now we number one, according to Rankins. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out of the top 25, because we're still hungry. We're hungry, we eat. So welcome to the Fire and Ice Pack Pod. Yeah, thanks. Uh, shout out to little man Parker for that intro yet again every week. Uh, Kent's son. Uh, we have a podcast, and it's about NC State athletics mostly, but uh, mostly Kent just derails the podcast and talks about other things other than sports. But yeah, uh, we great, greatly appreciate you guys joining us. Um, this is the Fire and Ice Pack Pod, and... We have corresponding social media. Can can you tell me about that? Yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Fire Ice Pack Pod. Yeah, we're finally up to. Are we up to four eleven on Twitter? I think that's a little bit higher than that. Actually, now we're making moves with pumpkin tweets. Uh yeah. Speaking of that, I'm very impressed. We're up to four fifteen. Oh nice. Now we're yeah. following three hundred fifteen. So. You gotta think that's part of it. Which well, the you, ratio you, is not really that great. Right? When you throw a follow, you usually get a follow back. But uh, you know what? We need to start being like some other uh, accounts that we've seen that are following about ten thousand. Yeah, and have about two thousand and four followers. So that's uh, you know, you gotta learn how to scheme Twitter like that. But we appreciate you following us, and if you don't already, go and follow us because we are way more active during the season and during games than we have been. Um, Kent, I really, really like your your socks. Can you give me a better view of those? It's a surfing Santa. <laughs> those are dope. It's the first time I've seen that. That's not that's not <laughs> mentioned before this podcast. Those are awesome socks. Um, I'm rocking the straight from Pat Arnaud. The uh, this, you know red, red North white. Carolinas. Yeah, North Carolinas. So um, yeah, the only podcast where both are wearing uh, novelty socks. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so give us a follow. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, you know, engage with us. We are uh, pretty much always available. We, we keep our phones on us. We keep them things on us. So, uh, Kent, can we get back to everyone's favorite segment? What we drinking? What we drinking? Kent, you got an interesting can over there. What's... Uh, this you, brought, is, you brought something weird to the hooch that I haven't seen before. Yeah, this is the Deep River Brewing Company 4042 Chocolate Stout. Have you never had this? I actually have. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, one I of, didn't see the label. It's delicious. It's actually a really fantastic uh, stout out of uh, Clayton, North Carolina. So I'm give it a little open. A um, little sip. Oh, man. It's just so good when it hits your lips. Yeah. 6.5% alcohol. It's a really good beer. It's a really cool brewery, too, if you haven't ever been. It's a good place to just 
chill on a Saturday or Sunday. And... Yeah, Deep River is one hundred percent woman. I would, it's in my top three for sure. Now it's a pain in the ass to actually get to Clayton, <laughs> like unless you live around there like you used to. But um, it, it's worth a trip out for like kind of a one time session. It's it's not it's it's uh, it's a cool it's, spot. It's yeah, a very very cool spot. Great outdoors. Um, I have something from <clears throat> a brewery <clears throat> over in San Leandro, California. From the 21st Amendment Brewery, it's the Brew Free or Die. It's a blood orange IPA, 7%, 70 IBUs. I don't know what the IBUs mean still, but I thought this was uh, appropriate because we kind of got some freedom from bad top 25 games this week, thanks to this football team that defeated liberty so i thought you were gonna go with some more of like a blood orange oh so it's a double place i didn't think about we also play syracuse this week which we're gonna make them bleed and they're the orange i don't actually want to make people bleed but um delicious yeah great beer so that's our segment and that's our show guys thanks for listening uh go pack no i guess we actually have to talk about this liberty game that was our saturday night well, I guess it was my Saturday night, but did you actually watch the game, Will? Crickets, huh? Just kidding. I did watch it up until the end. So, um, because, oh, man, we've talked about this for at least two weeks on the pod is because of the lack of Fox Sports partnerships with these providers that we have. Um, I, once again, endangered my laptop just to watch this football game. You mean No less than 74 pop-ups for me to actually watch this game, hooking it up the laptop to, via HDMI to the TV, um, constantly having to go over to the laptop, close out pop-ups for suggestions for VPNs that I don't have, to protect my laptop, it's uh, it was a vicious cycle, and it was probably the most annoying football game I've ever watched. Um, I did see a majority of it. The end, uh, yeah, not not so much. I woke up on Sunday morning, not knowing who won the game. Yeah, well, you also put in the note. Um, I'm not exactly sure when, but it was right after the safety, maybe, and when we went mm-hmm. on like three mm-hmm. and out. Uh, you wrote that you quit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. I went radio silent after Every, that. Everyone loves my. Uh, I, 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 I did quit, and then my also my stream quit thanks to uh, Crackstream. Shouts to uh, illegally having games on my laptop because we cannot reach an agreement with Fox Sports South on YouTube TV or but, anybody uh, other than or like, yeah anybody uh, or you can get Hulu TV which is Hulu doesn't their, have it either. Yeah, now or they'll not have it and raise their prices for not having it. So. It's a whole, it's an old ordeal, but yeah, I, uh, I got frustrated and, um, right when I got frustrated, my stream went out, which is really weird. I can't explain that, but yeah, that is crazy. So what was your overall take of the game? I was happy to wake up and uh, see that it was a W. Yeah. So you missed like all the drama. Did you know the score before you rewatched or did you rewatch after you knew the score? I knew the score. Then I rewatched. I rewatched the entire second half. I mean, it was. I, I mean, I guess you got to take away the good stuff. I mean, defense played great. 
defense was amazing. <laughs> I mean, they were. I think Liberty came into the game scoring forty and a half points a game. Nobody stopped them. Um, they scored fourteen. Um, offense, not so much. Especially in the second half, they really struggled uh, that third quarter. I mean, it was. Yeah, brutal. I mean, well, we're not a third quarter team. I think we've determined that. For that sure. is true. I think the. I think the funny thing too is kind of kind of rewinding back is. I uh, was watching game day, and because it was a, finally a ranked team that we were playing, I knew we would be on game day. Normally, we aren't, which, you know, maybe we don't deserve to be, but I had sent to the group text um, the picks for that game, and picks for the game, especially from, they had uh, Trey Young doing some guest picking, so they had three, so Trey Young picked Liberty, uh, Dez and David picked Liberty, and Kirk and Lee, Lee actually picked State. And then uh, I went to the huddle, Kent's favorite pregame show on a Saturday, and uh, literally everyone picked Liberty. So it was good to shut the haters up. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that, first of all, Liberty was trash. They were garbage. They were garbage. I don't know. Okay, so the number one thing that's going to get said on every <clears throat> podcast is that they beat Virginia Tech. We lost Virginia Tech. I, I don't understand that correlation at yeah. all. Well, that's, I mean, we beat Florida State by, what, 20 points? And, yeah, I mean, you can't even look that score up. But, yeah, I mean, it was And then they beat Carolina, and Carolina beat us by 100. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, at least 100. Transitive properties is not something that is a real a real thing in sports. But Liberty's not. They're not good, and their quarterback, Malik Willis, who was, they were trying to position as a, a like, get an invitation to I was horrified of him. Like, I expressed that on the podcast last week, but I don't think I expressed it to the point where, like, I actually was, like, Halloween scared of this dude. Like, I thought he was going to carve us up with, on the ground. I, in, in the air, I didn't believe him as much, and we, we saw that. He had so many missed throws that yeah. I, I, can, I, could, I quickly saw that, like, we just need to worry about him on the ground, but we contained him. Like, yeah. we well, should have done... I think he, he threw the ball pretty well when he was outside of the pocket, too. <coughs> as long as we kept Agreed. him in the pocket, I thought that I mean he, he struggled. And then, you know, the pressure that the defense was putting on him from getting him on the ground. And, and I, I mean, I thought ultimately the defense hadn't played a better game all year. But I don't know how well the offense that they actually played against was, you know. Yeah, I think you and I got finally tuned in pretty late, or at least I was tuned in late, where the first thing I saw was uh, the, the Chris Dunn field goal miss, which yeah. is always encouraging to start the game. I thought that was going to end up biting us in the ass same. as the game winner, Yeah, to same. be honest. Um, yeah, there was a couple of things that were just like, man, and the penalties. We haven't, we haven't even got to the penalties yet, but my God, that was just brutal. The penalties are going to make me break this Corona light bottle over your head. Um, so terrible. I could, I could not believe how undisciplined we were. Um, I feel like that's been a theme this season, though. Uh, can't I feel like you and I were talking beforehand. Like, did you have like? A yeah. Stat? Well, I don't understand it because our teams have never been. They they have never been like top of the ACC, like under Dorn anyway. They haven't no, been like top now, of the ACC. In a motto team or motto coach team, which I think we did get shattered on Twitter for that is, or maybe I got a text. But a motto team, you expect these these kind of just idiot penalties. Like, oh, 10 for 112? That's all we did under a motto coaching team? Not a big deal. But 
with Doran. Like I, 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 we, we don't see this. We've ever like over Doran's career up until this year, they were averaging around fifty penalty yards per game, which right? is acceptable. Yeah, which is about I'll middle. It's about middle of the ACC. Sure, from, from an average standpoint. This year, we're dead last, and we're uh, penalized about eighty yards per game, which is just ridiculous. We're currently dead last in the entire ACC. Yeah, dead last. Fuck. You think it's like you think it's a difference in coordinators and and uh, you know because you got a big overhaul like not only the coordinators but you got well the other good thing is is I'm gonna say this is good but you're getting the PA, PI calls where in years past they would have just been ten or fifteen feet past the defender and we're at least there to make try to make a play where we're getting yeah flag. I agree with that and <clears throat> that's the thing that. I think we did well. We did a lot better with Leary than we did Hockman, but we do a lot of things better with Leary than Hockman. But um, as, as far as drawing those penalties and drawing like all sides, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know if it's the aggressiveness of the D that is going to help us out in the sense of hey, yep. we take this PI instead of hey, we got scorched for a, a fifty-five yard. Yeah, but it's not center. just it's not just the defense. It's Devin Carter with mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, uh, tackle mm-hmm. on the interception. I think there was a play where Porter Rooks. Um, that was a bad one. Got a late hit or something um, after a run. So I mean, it's not it's not just the defense. It's just weird. You had that stupid, stupid punch shield penalty. Oh my Dude, god! I don't under. I still. It's for. I mean, it's, I still it's do not. It's I a, can't comprehend that. It's a player safety thing. That's they're just trying to. It's, it's stupid, though. I'd rather them just have, like, a COVID shield penalty. Like, I just don't understand how bad that was. Like, that one, that one was one that, in our text thread, was a huge uh, a huge blow-up moment for, for all of us, for sure. But, um... Then we had we get Ingle back, and then he Ingles again. He Ingles. I mean, Ingles got to Ingle. Yeah. I mean, we have to know at this point. He's either A, going to get hurt, or B, just get uh, thrown out of a fucking football game. And yeah. uh, I love the kid 100%, but I, uh, I'd i even call him a snack. But, I, uh, yeah, he cannot stay in a football game, and I, I, I can't understand why that's a constant thing. Um, I think the... Uh, a lot of negatives, but... A lot of negatives. Um, also, I mean, second Malik Willis was felt like an easy thing to do. Like, I, I feel like we got to him a lot... Which uh, I didn't really expect. Uh, well, I mean, you're playing an offensive line that's not a a power five caliber offensive line. Look, I mean, you got to expect man, but, a little bit. Look, I know, but them averaging their offense coming into it, dude. I was like I said, I was scared. But I think you and I's biggest conversation point on this is that we finally got Bam Knight the football. And we've talked about this and talked about this. Yeah, but it took like it, but, took, it took way too long. Way too long. We we had I mean, part of it though was we're um like he got two carries in the third quarter. I went back and looked at kind of the play chart. He got two carries in the third quarter. One was first and fifteen and the other one was like third and twenty five or second and twenty five. So what are you really gonna do with that anyway? Yeah, I agree. So because we're we're getting those false starts, we're getting holds, we're doing yep. I mean Finally got him to carries. He gets his down, um, gets in for the touchdown. He had a big game. I think he had both of our touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Was it one pass and one rush, right? Or was it two rushing touchdowns? It was two rushing. Yeah. I mean, he had a big game. He had like 96 yards. 
Um, that guy just needs. I mean, we got to get we got to get those guys the ball better, and we can't give them the ball in first and fifteen situations. You know. Yeah, uh, we did get that safety like we talked about a little earlier. I think that was a big turning point of the game, and that was right after uh, after that. I didn't see much until the next day. That was but, a huge uh, play by Isaiah Moore, man. It was. Like, I couldn't believe that what, replaying that the next day is seeing that running back either like somehow get rid of that or like he got just dragged down, just circled up and just dragged down. Like I feel like that was not not an ideal play, but. You know what, man? Like I, I start to see the true talent difference that these teams have, and I, I, I finally see why we we would be actually favored in a game like this. But yeah, um, I think the the interceptions that we have, obviously, I, I did not see those coming at all. I thought Willis. Well, I mean, Willis, more, Willis was one pick coming into the game. That's what I'm saying. I thought he was a lot more accurate a quarterback, but the ones that he threw were just. I was scratching my head at it. Like, I mean, that's what happens when you play five winless teams. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And, and one one win team. You had a great uh, pumpkin tweet regarding that. That yeah. got pretty heavy traction. Was that, like, better than any tweet that I've had in the past couple weeks? Probably. Most, of them, most of them are. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I thought it was also funny that the Fox Sports announcer come like, didn't have anything else to go on material-wise. So he said Peyton Wilson is like Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace. That's stupid. I would have thought he'd been more like Dennis, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I know he's trying to do the Wilson bit. Shouts to Wilsons out there. Me, um, But, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't understand that. I don't feel like Mr. I think Mr. Wilson was that much of a menace to Dennis. Dennis was actually the menace. That's why they named him that. But he was clearly reaching. But the big, 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 big last thing we'll say about this is the block field goal. Yeah, it was huge, obviously. I was... uh, So, at this point, I lost my feed. Okay, so tell me about the end of your night because... So when I lost my feed, I also went radio silent on my phone. I took my watch off, so I'm not getting any notifications from you guys, which I would have gotten, and muted everybody. So I wanted to not know until the next day. Tell me about what your last experience was. Um, I flipped it over to the radio, and so I listened nice. to nice, nice. Uh, Wolfpack Radio call it. It was pretty cool, actually. I mean, I hate to not be able to see it. But uh, so I had the radio on, and then I had my phone kind of refreshing Twitter. Nice. I messed up by like trying to switch the channel on my feed, and then go back to it during a commercial, and then I couldn't get back could couldn't get it back on. Yeah, mine. Uh, I started having so many pop ups. My uh, I, I think my computer still is just done for. But yeah, can somebody just get a deal with Fox Sports? I mean, Sinclair someone, Broadcasting. But uh, Levi Jones, uh, it's his third block kick of the year. Uh, two, the other two were punts, uh, one against UVA, one against Duke. Uh, both win. So he's been a huge, huge part of these three wins. And uh, I, it was funny because they thought Peyton Wilson blocked it at first, I believe. And then they showed two other replays like, oh, never mind, it was... Vi Jones with his uh, his arm just at the perfect point at the perfect time. So, yeah, that was pretty fortunate because 
If we had a lost it that good. game, it, it actually it looked good. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying if we had lost that game. We lost. Uh, first of all, I'm still a little annoyed that, and quite frankly, a little embarrassed that we only beat them by one, and they had a field goal chance to win the game. We should have beat that team by 20 points. Yeah, the the offense just straight up sputtered. Yeah, if the offense comes out and plays the game like they normally play, it's it's over at halftime because they were. Liberty is not a good. I mean, they're a good. They're a fine football team. They're, they're not a fine a group of five esque football team. Exactly. Not a. They they have no business beating any teams in the ACC. I don't know what happened to Virginia Tech and Syracuse. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens to Syracuse later, but. Um, yeah, and then at the end of the game, after that block and the dub, um, was happy to see Double D. Uh, he was very, very emotional, more emotional than I would anticipate him being against beating a, a Liberty team. You know, maybe beating a Hugh Freeze team was a part of that a little bit, but um, very, very emotional. Um, kind of running across the field like he had won the national championship, <laughs> like Jimmy V. He gave off those vibes, but. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know, good for him. It's a top twenty-five win. It's something that, when people either argue about Dave Dorn or cheer Dave Dorn, or it, it's all going to be part of that stats. Like, well, you got that top twenty-five win. Yeah, but is it really a top twenty-five win? I mean, it's not. It's not. But I'm not. I'm not shitting on Double D because of yeah. it. I'm just like, you know, it's they're not going to be ranked at the end of the year, unless well, unless they beat Coastal and unless they beat Coastal. Yeah. But and also if all these teams keep getting. COVID. Um, and we did throw that overrated chant out at the end. Did you hear that? Yeah, um, that was stupid. Yeah, also done. Um, but let's move on. Honestly, good win. I mean, it's 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 something that brings a spotlight to the program and can only help in recruiting in the future, even though it's against Liberty. It's against a team that, um, you know. Nobody's going to care who it was against whenever – you know, ultimately, if, if state takes care of business like they should, the it next finishes two weeks, with eight wins. Yeah, nobody cares. It won't matter. They beat them fifteen to fourteen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's get into our next section. I'm so tired of talking about this game. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? Oh, nothing but the best. All right, so we got to catch up on some stuff outside of the world of NC State athletics. Um, Will, I know you've been. Uh, all of a sudden, Hornets fan. What, what were it's you not an all of a sudden thing. Why is that? Why is that a thing for you? Uh, tell me about the draft. Are you are you pumped about Ball? Uh, did not want Lamelo Ball, or mostly just didn't want his dad to somehow get all the attention that his son should probably get. But um, you know what? Every everything that I've ever read is that he should have been the clear-cut number one. He fell to three. I don't really believe that he's the number one. His shot still feels broken as fuck. If you've ever seen him shoot an actual basketball. But um, he does have great court vision and um, seems like he can finish at the rim, which is important. Um, I The the big thing for me is that, that we all of a sudden decided we should sign Gordon Hayward? Yeah, for like for a hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, that was kind of a that was a pretty big stretch there. <laughs> I'm not sure he's thirty years old now and and he's been injured for like the last five years or he's been, nah, the whole time he was in Boston he was hurt. Yeah, he he finally came back with with respectable numbers in Boston, but yeah, I uh, it's a very Michael Jordan esque move. Um, 
Michael Jordan would be the one that would draft Ball just to get eyes on Charlotte, and he'd also be the one to try and land Hayward because we like to sign white guys that underperform. Um, or just people that, outside of Gordon Hayward, uh, Gordon Hayward probably just because he only knows Gordon Hayward because he almost beat Duke in the national championship game with that heave. Um, so he knows him because of that probably, but hasn't scouted him outside of that. And, uh, and usually just uh, drafts ACC players that are completely overrated. But uh, Michael Jordan is the worst GM in the history of basketball, other than the GM who didn't draft him um, in his 1983 draft whenever he fell to, what, number four? I thought it was three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that GM, whoever that GM was, that those two GMs. Well, well one was the one was One was, no, one was Hakeem, right? Yeah. Okay, so whoever was the GM that drafted the other uh, guy, Sam Bowie. Bowie, yes. <laughs> See, if we work together, we work better. Uh, but that's a worse GM. But yeah, we'll see, man. I, I don't see the Hornets doing anything in any type of playoff scenario for I don't know the next ten years. So just because it's Michael Jordan, but you know, it's cool to have a team in the state, I guess. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I see on the note that you went grocery shopping with a beer. I did. I did. How does that, did I you, greatly appreciate that. So the uh, I don't know if you've done this before. It was a first time experience for what, me. Lowe's food or somewhere. There it is. Okay. Yeah. So I um, went to Lowe's food here locally. The one over. Off I know the what you're yeah. Yep. Went up there and um, we had some Thanksgiving shopping to do. And you know when you're doing Thanksgiving shopping, you're gonna be in there for about an hour and a half. Uh, even if you have a list. So, went up there and got a, uh, a stout from, a pumpkin stout from somewhere. Could never tell you where. But, yeah, I, uh, I just want to let you know, I'd, I'd recommend that. The, the rest of the day was hazy after that. But uh, I just assume you meant that you, like, walked in with uh, Truly or something. <laughs> this is Truly. It's spiked sparkling water with 5% alcohol. Simple, refreshing, only 100 calories, ensure to result in stadium puke for college football everywhere. It's sparkling water, but way more fun. Perfect for those who don't want to remember game day. Truly. Truly refreshing, sold wherever white girls and Carter Finley can be found. (laughs) And now, back to the show. Back to the show. Uh, Kent, uh, recent football poll, uh, why we are still not getting votes? Well, I don't, so I don't think we should be ranked. I don't know. Oh. Look, you and I agree on that. Okay. We should not be ranked. But I think that there's some teams that... Who's is, getting votes ahead of us that should not be getting votes? Well, for one, there's a 3-2 and two Iowa team that just got put in the top 25 of the college football playoff. <laughs> like, I don't understand that one at all. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? I don't know. I think it's like they only want to... At this point, they're... Only voting in, uh, they want to give votes to all these mid-major schools. Like, App, for example, last week got votes after they lost the Coastal. That's where they lost the Coastal. Yeah. Huh. So okay. now they got two losses playing in the, what, Sunbelt? Sure. Two lost Sunbelt team getting votes after a loss. This is, just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Is it Bailey Hockman disrespect? Um, no, I mean, I think it's got a lot... I, I honestly think it's mostly got to do with Virginia Tech. Okay. I think that the perception of NC State football team is 
pretty sour based on their performance versus. Ben- I, it's the only thing that I can I can gather. Yeah, I can't come up with anything either. That's uh, highly disappointing. But you know what? It's a typical state fan to do <laughs> thing to do is let's bitch about the fact that we didn't receive votes in the other top twenty outside of the top twenty five. But uh, I just wanted to get, I just wanted you to go over that because it did seem kind of egregious that uh, teams like an app state would get a vote. Yeah, there was some even weirder teams the week before, but they got they got squashed out this week, so it's not it's not quite so bad. Yeah. What you got going on for Thanksgiving, Wilson? Uh Thanksgiving is we are hosting. We have uh the Legate squad coming over, surprisingly. Um lots of meal prep has already been done. Um I have done none of it. But the, uh, we've got uh, the parental units coming over, my brother, his wife, and two kids. We are all hosting, so I'm going to be the role of entertainer, bartender, uh, cornhole player, and pumpkin pie eater, because you know your boy crushes pumpkin pie. Interesting. What about you? Just a little... Sp- you headed to the lake? Nah, we're just doing small, small little gathering at the... Uh- at the Casa. It'll be dope. Though. I'm going to smoke a turkey and it should be delicious. You're smoking turkey? In like yeah. a... You're an idiot. No. Oh, God, that's such a trash thing. <laughs> you're actually smoking a turkey. Yeah, yeah, I still have never I'm had to your... roll it. You're going to roll it. You're going to roll it up in a, in you're a little such paper? such an idiot. Um, no, that sounds good, dude. Like, uh, do you... What's your what's your seasoning for that turkey? Are you going just like salt and pepper like a normal white person, or you're actually nah. gonna, you're actually going to put some who, uh, some who doesn't, spices? Well, I'm going to brine it first, and I mean, yeah, you got to brine it first. Yeah, and then I'll do some rub that we'll see what kind of spices I have at the house. Um, the last thing on this that I want to get into was a voicemail that we got from. Someone that never leaves us a voicemail. We always ask him to, and uh, he kind of just uh, ignores our DMs. Appreciate that. Uh, but shouts to you, James Cunningham, um, a frequent follower of the pod and our Twitter account. Uh, James, what you got for us this week? What did I ever do to you, Ken, to deserve such a personal attack? It hurt, Ken. Who knew Why that a pre-steroid Barry Bonds couldn't throw out a Sid Bream whose knees had gone away at that point? Who knew that the MVP couldn't throw out a man at home plate who had zero knees? It hurt me deep. It hurt me real deep there, Ken. Hurt me real deep. My only solace is knowing that you're sitting next to Will, who at that time was probably a Minnesota Twins fan or an Oakland Hayes fan because, you know, he was a front runner. <laughs> but it cut me real deep. I feel you should know that. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> so we threw I, out. <laughs> Why am I still being put on blast for being a front runner? It's bullshit. Uh, James, thank you, man. But, uh, no, I was actually... Believe it or not, I was a Braves fan back then because I was a front runner. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, Kent, uh, 
Also, he still he still calls you Ken, which I think we've corrected him on this before, actually in person at a tailgate. But yeah, you're I call you Kenny a lot, but uh, yeah, it, it is Kent with a T. But yeah, appreciate Kent, it there. Well, what do you have? Uh, what do you have to reply to that? That was kind of like he. he I just kind of I just laughed out loud when I heard it when I got the the email on like Saturday. I was like, <laughs> man, that's that's pretty good. I, I appreciate that. That was fun. So I guess we gotta move along. Uh, oh, before before we even get into basketball, we do have uh, a fantasy matchup this week for a spot in the playoffs. Which is oh yeah, important. everybody wants to hear about this. Yeah, um, yeah we have a uh, fantasy football matchup. Everybody loves our fantasy football talk. Uh, it's me versus uh, oh my co-host Kent. Uh, win this week and we're in the playoffs. Yep. Kent, do you have any uh, trash talk to throw my way? I think I win if uh, if Galladay plays. Yeah, Kenny Galladay is not going to play now. You are projected. Don't get me wrong by uh, eleven points at this point, um, but uh, that's because Adam Thielen got fucking COVID. So I'm gonna uh, have to. I think it, I think he'll probably play. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I think they have to quarantine themselves. But yeah, I. Uh, no, they, they, the way they do it in NFL is weird, man. They put him on that that reserve list, more of a GM move. Okay, well we'll see. I uh I need this W though because uh, I need to get this money to pay this mortgage. So, <laughs> uh, got a mortgage in rent to pay. But anyway, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I I anticipate a very very tight matchup. Yahoo says it's going to be very tight. It's uh, I do need feeling to play. He bought out last week. This is the first week he bought out in a long time. Shouts to Brandon Crockett, uh, Vikings fan. Do um, you want to talk a little basketball? Yeah, cue up Bow Wow. So yeah, um, even during these COVID, crazy, COVID, these crazy COVID times, I can't talk like you last week. Um, we have basketball start back up, and it starts tomorrow night, Kenny. Tomorrow the night, night, Thanksgiving, eight p.m. at Reynolds Coliseum. Yes, sir. Versus Charleston Southern. Yeah, we're favored by twenty points. That's it's a big one. Yeah, um, but I do feel that uh, that won't that line won't be a problem. Uh, I'm also not being a degenerate betting on college basketball this early this year or probably at any time because anyone can come up with a COVID test and all of a sudden it changes the lines and changes the outlook of the season. Yeah, I think um, that COVID for basketball is going to be a little bit different uh, than football. Different as in worse because there's been so many games that have been canceled or or moved already. Well, I think like if you got one person that gets it on your team, it's pretty tough to – like your whole team, like with 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 football, you're able to kind of oh, you're quarantine. saying oh, okay. I thought you were saying it's gonna be. I thought you were saying it was gonna be better. No, it's no, gonna be no, way I think it worse. Will be worse. Yeah, but I, I think the biggest thing is uh, we won't do a super super long preview. But um, I will say this: like, I know you sent me a text with who you 
saw the insider view of what the start, starting lineup is going to be, what do you think or what did you glean from that screenshot uh, that you took? Well, I don't – I think I, I'm going to go with the more recent stuff is what Keith said in his press conference this week. Mm-hmm. He said there was eight guys that could be up to start. And I think he said something about like um, – He'll decide on Wednesday night after he sees shooting round, shoot around, and see how they're focused and how they're dialed in. Um, the speculation early was that Cam Hayes was going to be the starting point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might be the case, but I don't think it's going to be tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know that it will either. Um, I think from what you and I have read is that they're gonna try and make Manny Bates and DJ coexist at the four yeah. and five? Well, I think that's a good... I think you can do that. No, I agree with it. I'm, I'm not I'm not against it at yeah. all. I mean, they, they went to that line. I mean, obviously, Keats, like, for the first few years um, at State, and even, like, most of the year last year, he tried to stick with uh, the one big, you know, four... four one and four, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Guards. Sure. Um but I think he's got the talent wise. I mean, this team makeup, he's got to have those guys in there a lot, but you also got to have some, one of the freshman big men come in and be able to, to spell minutes. Now I also think you'll see Jericho Helms. He'll do a lot of the four where I he can see, give, yep, I can see where he can give like, well. you know, DJ a break for a little while, yep. give Manny a break for especially a little with while. Foul trouble. Yeah. With, with, especially with those two, you know, especially with those two um, um, foul trouble, but yeah, my big guy that, uh, I am looking forward to seeing. I know you think it's going to be Thomas Allen. I was going to say Devin Daniels is your guy. No, I, I think my sneaky snack of the year is someone that I consider a freshman, but he's not, and that's Darian Seaborn. I don't think he's going to play a lot. I think Seaborn's going to get a lot of minutes. We'll see. I think he's going to be like a sneaky six slash seventh man. And uh, I've heard like uh, maybe eighth. I've heard nothing but good things about him. Like I, yeah. I, that's the one. And we, you and I, could refer back to this podcast <laughs> later in the season. I, I, I got. I understand the talent with the with the actual freshman on the team, but I, yeah, I've, I still heard, think I've heard nothing but good stuff about him. Yeah, but I mean, when you're looking at the, yeah, lineup, I think he can play the three or the four. Yeah, but sure. Let's just hypothetically throw out a starting lineup of it's either going to be Braxton or Cam Hayes at point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Shaquille Moore gives you... Well, he's going to be your third string. He's still going to be your third string point guard. I think he's going to be your best defensive option. Well, that might be the case. So, it, I guess it just depends on the opponent. But, yeah, go ahead. But he's still not going to get the minutes that Braxton and... and no, you're right about that. Uh, Cam Hayes is going to get. You're probably going to have a combination of Thomas Allen, Devin Daniels, and Jericho Helms playing... The, the two and the three. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have Manny and DJ playing the four and the five with Jericho coming in and playing the four two. I think Sebron James... Let's see what I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, can play... I, can, I, I think he can get minutes at that three and the four, and especially the four where we don't have a lot of depth. So We do have depth at the four, man. You need to look at the roster wheel. No, I know the roster. We have freshman Nick Ferrar. Ferrari yeah. is what you've called him before the podcast. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I'll just call him Nick. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Ferrar. But um, I think you're underestimating my boy. I think he's going to be a little underrated superstar, and that's my snack so far of the year. We shall see. But um, other than that... Well, I hope you're right, Will. No, I hope I'm right, too. But other than that, um, opening up tomorrow night, nice to have it at Reynolds. Um, what would be your song choice to... If you had to say, man, what song would represent my thoughts on the upcoming men's basketball season or even women's basketball season? A <laughs> ring is in a championship ring. Yeah, I thought we were talking about women's team, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I like your I like your women's take for sure. Yeah. Do you have a men's song? I do have a men's song too. Um, give me just a second to. And I thought we got cri- criminally underrated in the preseason women's poll. All right, let me let me just. This is the hoochie dance. Yeah, I hear the words. It does say hoochie dance. Because we're going to be dancing here in the hoochie. I like it. That is, that is a great song. And I'm going to go back to a, uh, a song that we featured before, but I uh, this is my sentiments on both seasons. I, I can't be more. Oh, my gosh. I'll get to the good part. That was really good singing, Will. Yeah, I'm so excited. I our uh, I think our men's team is super underrated. We uh, did not. I don't think we got votes in that poll either. We yeah, but I mean we were. Eighth in that conference preseason. I mean, why would we get any votes there? I think we've got. You uh, need to let the games play themselves out. Will. We got so much potential, and then um, the women's team. We've already touched on. We're uh, we're a huge fan of them. We've got replacements for Ace. We don't worry about that. We got that. We got the transfer. And you got like the one of the best players in the country. Yeah. Uh, preseason AP first team. Yeah. So I mean. Well, that's our basketball for now. Um, we'll get into a full. Uh, we need to get into like next. Maybe next week we'll do a full breakdown of the games and give you our overall record prediction. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. We're gonna do a schedule analysis and a, a full record prediction next week. But we have a voicemail. Don't have a whole lot this week. Glad we survived Liberty. Levi Jones is a freak athlete, comes from an insane pedigree. Going to be an NFL superstar one day, probably first-round draft pick. Um, I love to see us finish strong with a win over Syracuse and Georgia Tech. It's going to be tough. I don't like going to the Carrier Dome. Super pumped for some packed basketball. 
all through the Thanksgiving holiday, excited to see that game move to ACC Network so I can actually watch it. Um, hopefully, DJ has the year I think he can have. He doesn't have that fall off that you see from guys whenever they come back after flirting with the draft a little bit. Um, I feel like Markel last year, yeah, Markel was good, but he didn't come back as strong as he wanted to. I just hope DJ comes back as strong as he thinks he can come back. But really excited for the basketball team. Hopefully we can get to a tournament. Other than that, I told you all happy Thanksgiving last week because I didn't know you were recording this week. But again, (laughs) happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Hope you all have a great one. And Dave Doran, to finish out, Dave Doran deserves a coach of the year, a contract extension, and people need to just really praise him for what he's done because this team could have thrown in a towel a long damn time ago, but they didn't do it. Score protection for Syracuse is going to be Pack 45, Syracuse 10. Go Pack. Happy Thanksgiving. Santa Claus is coming to town. 45 to 10. Wow. What do you think about – that's a big one. What do you think about um, Austin's take on Doran there at the end? Uh, yeah, I don't know that we need to jump into the uh, printing out contracts extensions and, and sign them quite yet. But uh, you know what? He's uh, This is going to be the most debated coach in a long time with State is that Hey, do if we finish this year winning out with an eight three record, if they're eight does and three, it actually count because it's COVID and blah blah blah. There's going to be yeah, who cares? If both he's, sides. If or, he's eight and three with a backup quarterback, agreed. After agreed. three three and nine last year, regardless of what we may may with, or may not with think. coordinator changes and all of the roster upheaval that you know happens in the coaching staff. Uh, it's damn impressive, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know that I like the forty-five. But that seems seems a little, a little high. Now, I, I don't believe in Syracuse literally yeah, at all. Yeah, I don't. But either. um, and I don't like going to the Carrier Dome, and that's not a scary place, especially during COVID. It it, it kind of it's a little scarier without it. But uh, um, I can't thank you enough. And things we're thankful for for Thanksgiving for always sending a voicemail, Austin. You uh. You were undefeated at that, and you're getting better about keeping it tight and tactical, like I asked you to do. <laughs> so I can't, I can't thank you enough for that, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Uh, I hope you have a great, great one with your family. Um, but yeah, uh, I also would like DJ Funderburk to have a great season, even though he tested the waters. I don't know that that's a, that's a huge stigma. Uh, I think that was more of a Markel the snack thing last year just kind of underperforming but um yeah what are your thoughts Kent so I guess we're on with Syracuse specifically yeah let's move on to Syracuse um we play Syracuse this week Syracuse yes and the pack is uh 11 and 2 all time versus the orange so would that be utter and complete domination in football at least I hate when we play them in basketball, we want to talk about that. 
Yeah. You'll remember that. You remember that game we went to a few years ago where their fans were the biggest dicks in history? Yeah, I think that was before they were in the ACC, too. And they it were was, like the number one team in the country. Yeah, and Go ahead, though. Our fan base doesn't like to come to um, non conference games. They do not. Regardless, or most if we're playing the f- number one team in the country. Yeah. So <laughs> that was terrible to sit through. Um, but yeah, Syracuse is not good this year. They're coming off of a 30 to nothing loss versus Louisville. Who um, is also not good. Yeah, who is also not good. And their quarterbacks threw for 45 yards last week. 45? Yeah. So that was like the first quarter? Yeah, we had three times more penalty yards last week. <laughs> <laughs> than their passing yards? Oh, uh, not ideal. Yeah, uh, nothing to 30. Yeah, that's uh, not ideal. Syracuse's offense has been pretty inept since, uh, I mean, it wasn't very good to begin with, but once DeVito got hurt, um, they're averaging 16.2 points a game, giving up 31. Yeah, I got to throw another one in there. This is not research-based, but I just kind of saw it uh, a couple days ago. Also had the worst run defense, so – Kind of bodes well for Bam a and person team that has not only two but four <laughs> capable running backs, including including the snack Jordan Houston and Trevor Penix. Not a snack, but um, yeah, I, uh, I I have high hopes for this game. This is the, this is one that I am I was confident about last week, which is rare for me on this podcast. But I cannot envision a scenario. That's how people who are high class say it uh, not scenario uh, where we lose this game I've got one scenario Bailey gets uh, Ben Finley starts and no I've just been playing around on the Syracuse forums message boards tell me about it they're speculating that DeVito's back this week really yeah huh that's not ideal that wouldn't be ideal I don't think that's going to be the difference maker, though. I mean, it'll be a difference maker, but I don't think it's going to be a difference between a win and a loss. Yeah, I mean, I and these guys are just obviously what I was reading on the message boards. Don't take this as fact, obviously, but they're speculating because he was not in a boot. They saw him not in a boot last week or something like that. Saw him like a Whole Foods not in a boot. Yeah, that he's going to be back, and that Dino's been trying to play it coy and. Gotcha. I don't know. That, that'll be interesting to see. That's the only way I think that Syracuse has a shot, to be honest with you. I think that we could go out and play offense like we did last week and probably win this game. Yeah, I worry about that. Uh, Kent, you had a... As long as we don't have the penalties. Penalties are the, the killer. Yeah, you had a bit of a um, theory on our starting quarterback this week, though. Is that still a thing? We haven't talked about that. Oh, the fact that Finley's going to start? Is he going to start? I'm 100% sure that Finley You're 100% starts. certain that Finley's going to start. Is, yeah. Was that on the depth chart? Well, Burrow broke his towards ACL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Finley will start. All right. So, Ryan Finley will start for the Cincinnati Bengals. Not a problem at all. Um, didn't look good in mop-up during the last week, but he never has. Pretty sure good. he's going to be a starter, right? Yeah, he'll be a starter. Um, that's not what you were talking about. You were talking about Ben. No, I was talking about Ryan. I appreciate oh, okay. you following up on Gotcha. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, depth chart release still has B-Hawk as... He our, should be the starter. Our number one, which I agree. Yeah. But, you know, when you run into that Pittsburgh Steelers, Steel Curtain-esque Liberty defense, <laughs> coached by Hugh Freeze, who's calling hookers on his work phone. I'm going to... I'm going to... I mean, 
Hawk didn't have the best game in the world, but I don't think it was all on him. I'm not putting it all on him at all. I think there's a ton of. I think there's a ton of. Offensive. I think we just had some just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like blah. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Um, yeah. What's your overall Syracuse prediction? Like, do you think if do you think Syracuse loses out that they can actually fire Dino Babers? I don't know, because that, that's a really interesting one, because he was like one of the hottest names in the market two years ago after they went to that New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. And they won it, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I can't look it up, but yeah, they, they won it, sure. Um, no, I don't think they fire him. I yeah. think they'll give him the pass since the quarterback got hurt. And, yeah, that and COVID-19. Yeah. And, you know. And they don't, stuff. I mean, and... Syracuse has not necessarily been a historical juggernaut when it comes to football. Yeah, normally not. Um, you know, we do hope that Jim Beheim gets recovered from COVID nineteen on the basketball side. But yeah, so he can come to Greensboro for the ACC tournament. Yeah, I just want him to be miserable in Greensboro without <laughs> COVID, though. So, um, so he can bitch about Bojangles or some shit like that. Who knows? Um, the line, Kenny, is what. I think it's 14 and a half. That was one of the things that the message boards people uh, had a lot of concern about as well. They said that you should hammer state. Yeah, I, I, I like hammering state. I'll go and throw out mine. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think the – I think it's going to be an issue where you and I have – are hitting each other in the, in, the th- in the text thread where we're not running the ball enough and then hopefully they realize that they're not and – Start to pound, um, if you know what I mean. Uh, I would say 38-17. Good guys. I think that we're going to hold them to 10 or less. Okay. I don't think I think their offense is that bad. Their offense is trash. Unless DeVito I, I, plays somehow. I'm throwing somehow. that DeVito factor in because... Of the New Yorkers that apparently saw him at yeah. a Walmart without the boot on, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I I think we cover, and I like people that are saying smash that uh, for sure, and I think you and I agree. Yeah, I like something like I think I like thirty to seven. Ooh, and I like Chris Dunn coming back and kicking some field goals this week. Get back and on making things. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. I I pray for that. I I love Chris Dunn and. I also want to see Icky try to catch another pass. Yeah, let's not actually throw an Icky anymore. We didn't talk about that, but like that literally could have been the difference. Well, I don't know. It was the same rule in college where you can run it back for, for two? I believe so, yeah. That could have been the difference in the game. I believe so, I know that, yeah. That two-point conversion was... Uh, oh, my God. It made me want to do things. But uh, you know what? In the end, if it had worked, we would just say it was a genius play. Just yeah. like every... Yeah, Dorn said he was more worried about a 15 yard penalty than for an eligible receiver. No, for a celebration penalty than, <laughs> he, was, than he was about uh, Icky not catching it. To be honest, all right. So uh, let's move on from that. We've made our predictions. We think this weekend will be um, finally a Thanksgiving weekend that I'm not as stressed about. Uh, I don't. I usually go into a Thanksgiving weekend because we have to play Carolina and have to hear. Lots of shit talk and worry about us blowing a game, but uh, I'm glad we got 
that blowout out of the way early, and we get this. Six pack. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so funny thing we haven't mentioned yet is that this is the what fortieth episode of this podcast, Kenny? That's right. Fortieth episode, um, if you if you kinda study your room numerals, uh it's XL. Mm-hmm. So not four X's, it's just XL because X and then there's I think L stands for 50 no one can look this up but we were going to do things we were thankful for as far as the six pack six packs always where we're kind of just going off topic quite yet again <laughs> but uh, we're actually not going to do that we've done that before we're going to do things or people or places that are XL or some would call extra large so Oh, I completely misunderstood what I was supposed to be doing here. <laughs> well, this is even better. Okay. So, Kent, what's your first XL thing, people, place, or thing? Well, I thought we were supposed to go XL like the Roman numeral. Okay, all right. So, well, all of mine are work- 40s. <laughs> okay, that works too. We didn't talk about this, obviously. What's your, what's your first... She was really a nasty freak. She just loved to get down... <laughs> sex all the time. She was like, any time of day. Forty-year-old like, virgin. Yeah, Hilarious. So yeah, I personally think that is Judd Apatow's best movie. Also, I think is either first or second movie, but I think that is his pretty hilarious. Number one of all time. Uh, very good call. Did not know you're going that route. I'm going a little different. Uh, this is large things and large people. It's Andre the Giant. Oh man, <laughs> you I don't, I don't, I don't remember Andre the Giant's theme music. You, you do not because uh, it's he's been dead for a very, very long time. But um, Andre the Giant, it was my number one pick from my XL things. Uh, he was a giant man, and one of my ba- my favorite thing about Andre the Giant is to hear about his. Uh, his drinking habits. Do you know that he I've was an seen, avid drinker? I've seen that he could really put him down. Yep. Um, there are stories of before a match, him putting back 16 bottles of plum wine in four hours. That's another one uh, that's very impressive. But my number one is he apparently on a plane ride cross country uh, drank 117 Budweiser Tallboy. So I'm not sure... <laughs> If that was the cause of his death, but I'm not, I'm probably not, not gonna, good. Probably not. I'm not good. gonna say it's good for his health. Uh, so Andre the Giant was uh, was my number one pick for extra large things, places, or people. Well, um, my next XL thing is Kids Bop XL or Kids Bop Forty, which brought you this gym. <laughs> what? What? Am I listening to you? Grab your loved ones. You don't know the get up? Oh, grab your dance partner. No. Kids pop version. So not only does it have the kids pop version of 
of the Get Up, but it also has the uh, Kids Bop version of Little Nas X. Kids Bop 40. You definitely need to check it out if you haven't. No, kids don't need to be singing this song. Dude, they need to cancel Kids Bop. I'm not, oh, I'm not yeah. doing it anymore. Yeah, Kids Bop 40 is where it's at. <laughs> I'm glad that's your XL thing that you chose. Um, my XL, another XL person, uh, who's one of my favorite persons in all of movie history, is uh, none other than Chunk from The Goonies. And this is my favorite part of The Goonies in general. <laughs> Where he's confessing. So this is a 40-year-old artist, actually. You're still in this 40-year-old Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. I didn't realize. Yeah, I'm sorry. You would think people sit in the same room. Gucci? Gucci. Oh, Gucci. Did you watch Gucci this week? Gucci Man? Uh, the Gucci Versus against Young Jeezy? Yeah. Yeah, I watched a little bit. Um, I kind of fell off the rap game when Gucci came out. Like I, I was in it when you and I were in post-college when we were bumping Jeezy a little bit. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to vote Jeezy every day over Gucci. So. Oh, yeah. Well, Gucci's pretty dope, man. Yeah. I, well, he's not the snowman, though. <laughs> That's a Jeezy reference. Uh, my last <laughs> one... <laughs> My last one is uh, pretty simple. Pretty simple. Um, it's my last XL thing, and it's also another XL person. The best XL actor of all time. Richard? Ooh. Is this your coat? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. 
Take it off, dickhead. I'm serious. <gasps> Richard, what's happening? <laughs> That's like one of the greatest movies of all time, right Are there. Are you uh, watching the Little Rascals? <laughs> fan of Spanky. Spanky. <laughs> oh man, that was oh, a man. fun one. So that was my favorite. Uh, that's the favorite. My favorite XL. Uh, sneaky shouts to XL things. The Little Giants. Kent's, yeah. One of Kent's favorite childhood movies. And I would have uh, gone like if we were going to X. If I was, if I knew the real thing, you're gonna go to the Big Show. Nah, I would have never gone to Big Show. Oh. I was going to play us out with a different song, but if you let me get one XL in, then I'll play us out with that. All right. I'll throw You get one XL thing because you completely didn't know. Do you have anything else you want to say to the to the listening audience before we leave? Uh, nothing that I love them, and I cannot thank you guys enough for listening to us. I'm thankful for you and you alone. Uh, I don't want to get emotional, but uh, put Chappelle's show back on Netflix because they just removed it today after they added it. Yeah, big deal right there. Stay hungry, y'all. Oh! That is an XL guy. Yeah. Did he die of Batman? Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> This is featuring Joe, too. Joe's a good guy, too, though. Nah, Joe's hot. He's a snap of it. Thank you guys for listening. We have hit the hour and quarter mark where everyone is complaining that we've gone on too long. But, uh... Oh, we're supposed to ride out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll play one more to ride out on. Right. State blocks the kick. And now with 118 to go, we'll take over on downs on the missed field goal and hopefully can run out the clock and win this ball game. Yeah, guys, spoiler alert, we did run out the clock. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. We will annoy you soon. Good night.